Hello everyone, uh, this is Andre from Mental Health. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here at the Mental Health Carers event in Manchester with Chris Lodge, uh, who is a service user researcher at the Spectrum Centre, Lancaster University. Hi Chris, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good, good. really good. So the conference is not quite started yet. We're kind of... Nope. people arriving. Yeah, absolutely. Exciting time. Exactly. Um, tell us a bit about your talk. You're talking about your own experience. Okay. Yes. Yeah, go on. Um, I, I'm trying in a very short period of time, I think we've got about eight minutes each of speakers I'm trying to encapsulate what it was like to be a service user uh, who had been diagnosed with uh, severe and enduring mental health problems um, in the uh, in in the environment of, of a family trying to care and friends trying to help um, at a time perhaps in the 1990s when uh, awareness of mental health issues wasn't as high um, and the the resulting situations were uh, a long time with secondary mental health care in and out of hospital um, a, a heightened sense of isolation um, and I'm going to try and draw on my experiences to show how I think it's partly to do with uh, the, the lack of insight that people have uh, they themselves as service users like myself I, I didn't really understand what was happening to me um, people around me really didn't understand what was happening to me and therefore the conversations that you need to have in order to start thinking about recovery and the way forward they were very very difficult to, to sort of to, to engineer or to create if you like um, so what I'm hoping to do is show how uh, things like the React Toolkit uh, are a great asset for people to be able to understand more about what it is that's happening in the very early times that, that it's happening to them, uh, the experiences they're having, where the help can come from, uh, the sorts of conversations to have with somebody um, who is you know, very, uh, very new to being diagnosed with a mental health problem. The experiences are all new, they're frightening often oftentimes they're very worrying and everyone around worries that they can't do the right things they can't say the right things and 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 really you sort of you, you get to an impasse really so sometimes uh, where those those conversations with people that that really we should be able to trust as service users aren't necessarily happening in the way that they should why do you think people with severe mental illness become socially isolated i think it's uh, a, a lot of it is to do with confidence i think um when you realize that um your your life has taken you into dealing with psychiatry and secondary mental health services it really does take your confidence away um and i think if you don't have some some confidence to go out and do things and try new things uh, and you don't really have a sort of planned approach to your recovery you don't then expose yourself to situations where people um, they are quite understanding and they will offer help and advice and support um, but it's very easy not to engage with those things because of the um, the um, sort of the calamity that's happened to, you, to, to your life really um, and, and it's very very easy to start to withdraw and go into your own ways of thinking uh, and keep yourself away from that exposure to social and um, you know and other and other situations that that really are the sort of you know the, the lifeblood of our sort of uh, social networks yeah absolutely so if people listening are family and friends of people with <clears throat> bipolar disorder or psychosis or yeah, other severe mental yeah. illnesses what would you recommend they can do to help yeah um, um, these people become less lonely, less isolated. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think. Really, I would suggest that if people can try and get an understanding um, from uh, services, potentially from uh, third-party organisations, and from the person themselves, 
who's suffering with the illness about what it each actually like you can start to have conversations about how you can put in place activities uh, routines things like that to try and get over some of that uh, initial shock to the system that the person's uh, experienced and and only when somebody can feel trusting in being able to talk about things do you feel as though you can be yourself and the problem I think sometimes is that people feel as though they're not themselves because they've been given a mental health diagnosis but you have to accept I think the fact that that's what's happened and therefore how does that affect myself and the things I like to do it shouldn't stop you doing the things you like to do um, but you might well need some support to, to, to maintain friendships to maintain activities or indeed find new ones that, that are in a more supportive environment and if you can do that in small steps I think the confidence you can build um, together is, is a lot better so I would suggest that people be thinking um, don't try and think what, what's it like to have a mental health problem as a, as a carer, but what can you do to, to en enable somebody to be themselves throughout it? Um, because inherently people will want to recover. Uh, it's just that they won't know how to. They won't know what to do. So, so finding out about things going on, talking to services about how you can work together, uh, getting involved, buying into the process of recovery, I think, is key. And I guess it's an ongoing process, isn't it? Rather than just it is. something you solve. I'm sold. still recovering. Um, you know, I have my I have my bad times still, um, but because I've because I've made some progress, I, I know how to manage them better, and I, and I know what I can and can't say to people uh, about how I'm feeling, um, and they understand something about what triggers my um, my episode. So you know, we can, we all work together to avoid those things, uh, and, and when you've got that awareness of what it is that that, that creates the situations that make us poorly it, it's a lot easier to to adapt your life around them and effectively avoid them good luck with the talk it's really good to have somebody with your experience and Thank your you. life experience um at the thank beginning you. of the podcast great it should be a great day yeah, thanks absolutely.